last time. Good morning, guys. Uh, this is the Life of the Danny Dudes podcast. I'm your host today, Ian. And uh, I'm going to talk about just really stupid conspiracies today. Did you guys know that Australia is not real? But like one of the biggest ones are like Elvis or Tupac and Michael Jackson are still alive, like living in Cuba or some shit. What do you mean? I, I don't, I don't understand that. They are still alive, bro. Look, there's, they've been, they've been on drinks in Fiji with Adolf Hitler. Just fucking allow it, dude. Apparently it was covered up and the band wanted people to know about it, but they had to do it where the label wouldn't be able to stop it. And today. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Delightfully Dandy Dudes. I am Swaggy McGee, uh, joined by Matt and uh, Mr. Ryan and Ian. Say hi, guys. Hello, everyone. This is a big nasty, giving you a big happy welcome, a big nasty welcome, if you will. <laughs> uh, so today we're we're gonna tone it down a little bit. Uh, we've done some uh, some dark stuff and some you know uh, volatile stuff here these past few episodes. I think today we're gonna talk Text about video games. <laughs> Sexualizing video games, Matthew. Damn it. <laughs> Sexualization in video games, both of y'all are wrong. <laughs> oh, you'll um, love the Fable series. So this week, we're going to be talking about uh, music. Uh, just general, life-changing, basic, whatever you want to talk about. Um, for me... You clapping, uh, audience. <laughs> um, for me, music was, uh, was a really big escape as a kid. Uh, I can't say I had the, the best childhood necessarily, but it was, uh, music was, was definitely a, a huge reason why I think I made it out as well off as I did and not completely insane or just a shitty human being. Um, one of the main things I fell in love with as a kid, uh, was a lot of metal and I think everyone can kind of, uh, agree with that or have some semblance of agreement with that in this group uh we're all (laughs) (laughs) most of us most of us i hate the sound of an electric guitar (laughs) fucking chalkboard Uh, so uh my big influence for me when i was younger um that actually helped me not be a piece of shit was Slipknot. And to this day, they are my favorite band. Uh, they helped get me into a lot of other bands. Like, uh, I found Seven Dust because of Slipknot. I found uh, Mushroom Head because of uh, Slipknot. I actually branched out into um, other, you know, punkish screamo rock bands like Ashton Alexandria and uh, Pierce the Veil and Falling Reverse and Escape the Fate and all that stuff. Uh, Did you say mushroom head? Yeah, mushroom head. They're 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 like they a... name themselves after a penis. <laughs> That's kind of the point. Uh... <laughs> That's where Tortuga Casco came from. It's turtle shell or turtle helmet, and the tip of your dick looks like a turtle shell. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> That's funny. Um, 
But yeah, no, so I was, uh, I believe I was 12 or 11 when Subliminal Versus Volume 3 was released. And can I tell you, boys and girls, that that was the focal point of my 7th grade, 8th grade year of my life. Uh, was listening to uh, Before I Forget and Circles and Vermilion Part 2 and Welcome and... <sighs> just everything in the album was just so fucking good. Uh, literally, best album I've ever put out, I think. To this day, uh, will, will always be, uh, that's like right behind the Heretic Anthem for me. Uh, but, yeah. Um, after that, I think, uh, I got more into rap, and that's that's kind of what I was leading to, is that I started off in, into a lot of metal and stuff like that, but it, it, it led me into uh, rap and understanding and, and really appreciating what rap is and does. And uh, I just want to talk about a couple people as my uh, starting off thing, uh, because you might know who they are, but a lot of people don't, and I think everyone should fucking know who these people are. First off is Atmosphere. Um, beautiful fucking man, uh, amazing storyteller, amazing poet, uh, everything he does is fucking absolutely just brilliant. Um, if you've ever listened to the one with Tattooed Hands or any of his albums, honestly, he, uh, his words hit almost like no other. Um, he did, um... He did do the song, I think it's called Good Day or whatever, a few years back, and that, that was showed a completely different side of him. But even him showing this poppy kind of um, more... I was Yeah, it's the best way to describe it. It's a more poppy, kind of upbeat. Uh, it still had so many lyrics in it that just you, you, you have to like, oh, shit, damn, okay. That you were talking about all kinds of nice stuff, and then you, you talked about, you know, some shit that sucks and... <clears throat> it still went along with the, the tune of the song. It was, it was great. Um, so yeah, Mortal Technique's definitely one. Uh, not Mortal Technique. Atmosphere, I mean, is definitely one. Uh, second one I want to talk about. Uh, that's, what, that's literally what I'm going after next. Immortal Technique is... A fucking song, bro. He was... Has several songs of his. Uh, I love Immortal Technique for two of his... Probably more well-known songs. Uh, I also just love him for his album Revolutionary Volume One because it's the whole entire album is fantastic and it makes me fucking just sit there and want to cry and then punch someone in the face and then you're happy about some shit and then you listen to fucking Dance of the Devil one. Um, the last and this is all part. Of this, I, I'm grouping these all into one little subject because they're all lyricists and poets. Okay. Um, the last one I want to talk about, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows because he's a that he's a fucking legend among the community, and uh, anyone who wants to talk about lyricists uh, brings this name up, Mr. Aesop Rock. Um, oh my god, yes, I was going to talk about Aesop Rock. Thank you. I believe that Aesop Rock is better than Eminem. He is the best Thanks. lyricist in the world. When I first listened to him, um, he just released the Daylight album. Um, and then, oh, no, 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 it wasn't Daylight Album. It was the, um, oh my god. Is it the Bleeding Heart? I think it's the Bleeding Hearts Club. Uh, uh that's, that's when I got into him, was the Bleeding Hearts Club. 
Oh shit, yeah. even the Impossible Kid, like his newest album, fucking fire, dude. Oh no, that's not that's not uh that's not Aesop Buck. I was talking about Bleeding Heart so my bad. Um but no, um yeah, sorry. When he released the daylight and the the night the nightlight and all that shit, um I was I was in a really bad place. I just come back from Louisiana and shit, and so I got into him kinda late in life. I was like nineteen twenty. Uh eighteen yeah, nineteen twenty, something like that. Um just real but, quick, in daylight. That's the one that has the uh, skeleton dog on it, right? Uh, yeah. Put one up a shockwave, not clinic procreation. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the album I got into it in. Yeah. Um. And so he dug me out of a really deep pit, and so I, I jammed the fuck out of him. And he also got me um, branched off into what I was going to talk about was the Bleeding Hearts Club album by POS, and that's the last one that I was going to talk about. POS, and no one knows about them. They are fantastic. They are, they're essentially, they're Aesop Rock with other people in the band. It's fucking, they're, they're great. They, they do a whole list of, of all these different beats and techniques that they use to make their beats and different rhythms to go along with different songs. Like, it's, it's nuts how they produce their music because it all goes so well together. It's all concise, it all flows, and you know it's all original. It's fantastic. So if anyone wants to check them out, P.O.S., ASAP Rock, um, Atmosphere, and Immortal Technique are my my group of lyricists. In terms of rap, I think everyone in the world should listen to. Man, I definitely agree with the ASAP Rock. It's for sure with him. He made a song about a cat for therapy into a goddamn banger. Also, can I add one more to that? Uh, Jedi Mind Tricks, if anyone... Uh... Never heard of it. Oh, you you're in. You send, you definitely send me, need to send me a link to something. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm gonna spin the wheel now to see who goes next. Oh, wheel of the wheel. Indeed. Wheel spin that, Mister Ninja. Ian, it is, it is your go. I couldn't hear you. They were screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Man, talking about music that was like formative. I like my my main influence as a kid was OG Misfits with uh fucking Glenn Danzig as the singer. The after he left and started Danzig, they they got bad. But uh yeah, no, dude, I remember being like eight years old, fucking driving driving home from school because my dad picked me up early. I wasn't feeling well. And you just put in this fucking, it was just this crazy looking album cover, the skull, like a dude wearing a skull mask. You could clearly see it was a dude wearing a skull mask because you could see into his eyes. And then just the most crunchy fucking guitars I'd ever heard in my life. Talking about murdering people and like being aliens and just being outcasts. How is a crunchy guitar good? He doesn't, no, don't tell him. I feel like a crunchy guitar is a broken guitar. You, you don't listen to me, metal music or anything, so you You're don't. I was about guitar. to say, coming from somebody who says he thinks the uh, sound of an electric guitar is like nails on a chalkboard, of course he wouldn't understand about <laughs> you, so don't I even. I love okay. acoustic, but, but either way, a crunchy guitar, 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 guitar. Have you guys listened to the Postal Service? <laughs> Crunchy guitar is just like electric guitar put put through like heavy distortion, but not in like a death metal way. More of like a 
like a Sex Pistols way. But I that realized, doesn't help you at all. I just realized and then y'all probably know who Postal Service is. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're uh, you know, Death Cat for Cutie? Yeah. It's I, the I, same, I mean, same, same singer, same guitarist, same drummer, just different fucking pieces. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What? For it's real? Exactly, it's exactly the same band. Yeah, but listening to that... <laughs> Along with like the pop music my mom loved, with like you know fucking Mariah Carey and shit like that, my love of music just kind of morphed into this weird like blob. And then I heard Blink One Eighty Two for the first time, and it was literally combining like my country, my country, my crunchy punk music love with the stupid bubblegum pop bullshit that I loved as well. Just that country bubblegum pop bullshit. Crunchy yeah. bubblegum pop bullshit. And it yeah. it was Blink-182. Yeah, say it, it, say it ain't so. Because I will not go. Uh, Blink-182 <laughs> is no genre. Yeah, let me country. turn the lights off. Hold on. All right, can you carry will me you home? carry me home? <laughs> na 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 yeah, but no, but like from Blink-182, it, it just fell into the natural fucking pop-punk, Green Day, Sum 41, the the Violent Femmes, oddly enough, that became a part of it. Great, great band. Listen to more than just Blister in the Sun, people. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, after after going to that, you know, following the actual members of Blink-182 to, like, their different projects is how I got into rap music because of Travis Barker. He was the drummer for Blink-182. And Travis then that... Barker's solo album was so good with Lil Jon and Buster Rhymes and all them on it, dude. Oh, oh my god, god uh, dude. Yes. So good. <laughs> my favorite song is the one they did with fucking Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. But, uh... Yeah, no, like, the Beat Goes On album and Give the Drummer Some album, like, that led into me getting into rap music, and now I've... Now I have, like, 5,000 songs on my phone, and I guarantee you cannot find, like, just a... Just, like, one solid genre in a section of more than five songs. It's gonna be something different constantly. And I really love music. (laughs) It's hard for me to put into words what music does for me it like you could be doing something you can be doing something like oh i want i want to have this memory forever so i'll put on a song that has no lyrics or anything just like an instrumental song and then anytime i listen to that song it takes me back to that exact moment i basically create you know you create placeholder memories with music and you can do that with smells and colors and sights and stuff but it's always been music in my head for that one yeah 90% of the the memories I have that are good in my childhood have music behind them exactly but yeah punk for life I have a blink 182 tattoo now uh, <laughs> uh, is that it I mean yeah that's pretty much it I can ramble on about anything music oh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back around because you can, you can do another yeah <laughs> uh, oh. That will. I got a really good song button. Oh. All right. 
Okay, it's gonna be Mr. Matteo. Hey. Okay, so I I mean I grew up in a family of rockers. Hardcore. They listen to nothing but metal. Or, Very much so. Oh man. And it I I really liked it before I discovered rap. And then then I realized that <laughs> Rock's not all that great. I mean, he said I guess metal for me, son. I guess for some people, metal gets them pumped and makes them, you know, gives you that that hardcore, indestructible feeling. You know, real quick, Matt. Matt's only Matt's only uh, keen to meddling in people's affairs. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I would say that uh, music that really sculpted me, like, I would say, oh, man, this is going old school, but uh, Tupac and Zero, mainly. Oh, mainly, but then, uh, I mean, I listened to them for a while. I listened to Lil Wayne. People give him such a bad rap, but he's not. Dude, he's a goat. Lil Wayne goes hard, bro. He went to college for lyricism and shit. Ugh. But that, that's kind of... That's where people give him shit. Lil Wayne, I'm like, bro, you went to college for this shit? Really? That's where so everyone... Kendrick Lamar? Just Kendrick Lamar did, too. Tech 9 didn't go to college for lyricism. Hey, Eminem didn't no, go to college shout, for shout lyricism. Shout out to, the, to Tech 9, by the way. Tech Neasy. My favorite rapper of all time. He's up there. He's top five. Yeah, but you said you said that thing about electric guitars earlier, Matt. Uh, Don't go to Tech Nine concert. (laughs) Oh yeah, I already know. I already know. His his favorite style of music is rock, but he can't sing rock and roll, so he raps. Raps. (laughs) Uh, Over rock. Shout out, Kid Rock. Mostly over a, a heavy metal beat, a lot of the times. That's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, that goes hard. I love rock mixed with rap. I just I don't know. Solos can't do it. What about can't. so 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 you like straight out the gate with fucking Corey Taylor and Tech Nine? Yeah. Uh, there's no there's no electric guitar solo in that song. With her um, he's not Taylor. he's not sitting there highest pitch he can possibly go, wiggling the string. It just Ripping your ears off your head. It's really not doing that, though. No, no it's, it's really amazing. not. It is fucking heavenly. My head is oh. vibrating from the ridiculous racket you're making. It's too much. <laughs> ridiculous racket. This guy. It's it's like like it's a a I was say, you <laughs> young whippersnappers. <laughs> Music, motherfucker. <laughs> what the hell is <laughs> Why does that sound like a squirrel's dying? But uh yeah, no. And, and I've never heard a squirrel dying. I can't listen to music where it sounds like the guy is just sticking his hand in a blender and screaming his head off. I can't do that at all. It's like what's up with the pig squealing? What the fuck? Egyptian type crazy. shit. That's my Matthew, favorite. Uh, Matthew. Like, oh, man, I know I'm gonna piss a lot of people off, but I really don't give a shit. 
you no, know, it's okay. We're friends, and we love you. We love you I'm for who you are. Because I absolutely love the fact that you hate metal music because we're still friends. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I give you, can I give you my best? Playing it. I'm not going to say shit. Can I'll fucking my, listen to it. Can I give you my best deep growl intro and see how you think about it? Uh, yeah. Go for it. So that's Ooh. not bad. It's it's the high pitched death metal and the, the low, low gig squealing, like fucking JME gigs. Pretty much anybody that makes grime music, they go hard. Grime grunge, what the fuck? Grime. Wait, 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 wait. Before, you, before you, before you get into hating on grunge, sir, you better watch out. No, no, no. The... Just the names. Like I'm oh, a fucking. Okay. I'm gonna create a new style of music called Grundle. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of people in this world I don't want to piss off, but uh, especially not fucking people who love grunge. Because oh, they're all, yeah. they're all like 45 year old people now because they grew up in the fucking. They were like 20 in their ni- 20s in the 90s in the 90s. Yeah, they were in their 20s yeah. in the 90s. So they, they, they'll, they'll beat your ass up. I would like. <laughs> I own a Nirvana v- vinyl. Uh, the Beastie Boys. I have uh, Beastie Boys. I brought up because it kind of just fits in there. It's usually typically middle-aged white dudes that listen to fucking Beastie Boys and grunge. But <laughs> yeah, I forgot the fucking Pearl Jam. <laughs> I have two Pearl Jam vinyls. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm I'm a grunge fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're we're I'm gonna leave it with the with the rock and metal and all that. If you're not lyrical. And you don't sound good. I'm not gonna touch it. I'm sorry. I, I can respect that though, because see, I, I I'm now to that point. Like, don't get me wrong. I still put on fucking Whitechapel and shit every once in a while just to just shake my fucking head and scream. But oh, yeah, most of the the rock if I'm listening to rock now is it's like lyrical rock. Um, I'll even I'll I'll listen to old school Frank Sinatra before I oh, listen yeah, to rock. Dude, all fucking day. That was, I'll that's what I'm talking about next. Sinatra. Uh, I'm talking about but all the. I would choose that over Disturbed any day, and I love Disturbed. I mean, yeah. I would listen to the Sound of Silence over and over again, but. Oh, um, yeah, but I mean, with rappers, I think YouTube rappers are taking it over. Top top yeah. five right now. Tell me, tell me, your, tell me your list. Uh, I got you. Let Matt do it and then we'll go around. Okay. We got Token. We got Gone. Wait, no, wait, no, wait. No, name, t- tell me the number for him. The, oh, um, damn. Yeah, that's why it gets interesting. Because <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you mine off the top of my head. Did Dax start on YouTube? I think he did. Okay, found it. All right. So, according to Reddit, Dax is a YouTube rapper. So, number one, I would say Gone, spelled G A W N E. But Thanos goes hard. That's a good ass song. Yes. G A W N E. Yeah. G A W N E. I gotta fucking look this up. Put him in number one. I gotta fucking figure the fuck out who this is. Yo, listen to Thanos, and you understand. Yeah, both y'all are nuts. What? I will fight you to the end. I, that dude is fucking. He. I'm glad he only has two hundred thousand views on that video. That that he's okay. He is. I, he I, is I, mid. He's the mid as I've ever mitted before in my life. Dude, remind. He's just LF and token in one in one fucking person. That's all he is. Like who the fuck? No, no. 
You're crazy. You putting it number one? Oh, you, out, of, out, of, out of all the rappers in the world? YouTube rappers, sir. Oh, YouTube rappers. I just said rappers yeah. in general. Oh, okay. I, oh, sorry. No, I hell the fucking no. Tech I was saying like, of all the rappers, in the, you're putting it number one? How dare you? No. Okay. Tech okay. 9 would definitely be number one. Okay, okay. That's fine. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You might want to re-say hey. YouTube because I didn't hear you. No, say YouTube I can rappers. give you a top. I can give you a top ten list of my favorite rappers, but we're talking YouTube rappers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was asking for your your just favorite rappers. Oh, okay. I heard. Yeah. I heard YouTube rappers as well. So I was over here making a list of like. Oh no! I just said rapper. I said what's your. I said what's your favorite rappers. Yeah, you said top five. I was like, after these three guys, I really don't know anyone that's actually good. YouTube rappers would be Gone, Token, Dax. Um, top five rappers in general. Oh, shit. Uh, we got Tech 9 is number one for sure. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put... Go ahead and put Chris Calico at number two. Interesting. Uh, okay. Solid choice. Mm. Ah, he's easily passing up Tech Nine right now. Oh, yeah, right now, yeah, he's doing some fucking heavy hitting he, shit. He's going crazy with it. Even Tech Nine will tell you. Um. Uh, number three. Oh man, who would be number three? There's so many choices, dude. Ranking them is hard. Oh. Man, I'm gonna go ahead and place Ritz at number five. Fucking love Ritz. I love Ritz so much. You're just doing all strange music. <laughs> I was about oh, to say, I was like, can you do something other than strange music? I mean, I know, right I know. God, you got me having to go through my. Spotify and shit. Oh my goodness. Okay. okay. Well, we'll say we'll say we'll say it's your top four. Ian, what's your what's your top five? We got Tech Nine. And I got Prof. Aesop Rock. Hobson. Hobson. Okay. Hobson's number four. Okay. I didn't want to say anything, but uh, with his sad uh, music. You stop. So, uh, shit, Tech Nine, Prof, uh, fucking, oh my Aesop. god, Aesop. Aesop, Ritz, I'm gonna have to go Godimus of Seth's crew. Hey. Specifically, Godimus. Okay, uh, and Ryan. Yeah. I just, as this is happening, I just put a top five together real quick. Uh, number one is Hobson all the way, and I'll get into that when I delve into my life-changing music stuff. Uh, number two, I would have to give it to fucking Childish Gambino. Um. Hey. Number. Number three, Chance the Rapper. I was just about to say, number three, Chance the Rapper. Uh, number four, I would put Danny Brown. 
Love Danny Brown. His shit is good. Danny Brown, he he produces some sick ass beats and his flow, his voice is a little weird, but I like it. I like it. That's what um, makes a good rapper though. That's what makes a good rapper, like Godimus. Exactly. That's his voice dude. is different. It's just different. And he raps about some fucked up shit. So hey, I would put But y'all got my four, and then for five, I'd have to put Ritz in there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say right now, I love Ritz. I love I love his album White 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 Rapper. It was great. Fucking that whole entire, you know, interview, fucking all that shit, Crown, you know, Crown Royal, great, great yeah. album. I would yeah. never yeah. fucking bounce, bro. Bounce, yeah, bounce. And then uh uh In My Zone. I fucking In My love Zone. That. I love um, that song. What but else? What else is who was that singing? Uh that's uh Mike. Uh, that's Mike Posner. Posner. Mike Posner. Mike- Beautiful oh, voice. Right. Beautiful voice. With all that being said, though, I would never put him in my top five. I would put him in my top 20. I would, no. Top 15. Top 15, maybe. I would put, I would put Chris in my top 30, probably. Um, Hobson's top 15, for sure. Hobson's great. I love Hobson. Love uh, Hobson. Where would you place Tech 9? Tech 9 is top 10. Definitely top ten. He's not top five. That's I, I, love, I, love I just. I also don't know. I mean, I I have rap music, but I just have a lot from the same few artists. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, you you understand you understand what what my preference is when it comes to like rap. When I tell you what my top five are. Oh, number, you don't no, fucking. Number one Real is. Quick. Oh, sorry. If if you want to find new music, new rap music really quick, make a, a rap playlist. Listen to it all the way through, and then it'll start shuffling you to recommendeds. Okay, on Spotify. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I use Pandora, so <laughs> I use Spotify. For podcasts. I use Spotify. Pandora for does the same. Bro, you want Pandora my Spotify account? I'll give you my info. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my top five is uh, number one is J Cole and anything associated with him, aka Dreamville, aka Jid. All this shit's going on right now with them. They're fucking fantastic. Um, J. Cole for life. J. Cole, I would I wish I would I, I'd put Kendrick right below him, but I wish I could put him in first place too, because they're they're Kendrick. Oh dude, first, how the fuck did second. I forget Kendrick? Both of those. Yeah, first and second for me. Third. <laughs> third goes to no no ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rock is literally my my like number one pick overall. Like he's an all-time favorite rapper just in terms of what, what like his lyrics. But this is not that list. This is who I bump. This is like who I listen to for their fucking music. Um, uh, second, Kendrick. Third, uh, Andre 3000. Every fucking thing, every, everything he does, every little fucking uh, feature he has. Go listen to The Real Her. His, his piece on The Real Her feature, like with Drake featuring Andre, his little, his little fucking feature at the end of it is the best part of the song, and it's Fucking phenomenal. Oh, also, yeah, I, don't forget Outcast uh, literally made the fuck paid the way from was all rap music these days. So don't ever look at me like that. Is that R and B because I don't know who that is. And I don't know who was one of the best albums to be ever made. Outcast? You know who Outcast is? No. Oh God. I don't know Roses. What? The- <laughs> 
No. Oh, there's also. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, okay. I know that oh, one. Moment uh, to make your daughter cry. I am several fish and not a guy. And then there's yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's Morris there's Morris Brown band like there's Morris Brown I mean that that fucking. I don't count that as is. Yeah. Rap, though. Yeah. Welcome where it goes. You just don't know. No. But that's not rap, fam. That's that's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a song by Outkast. I'm trying to tell you who Andre 3000 is because he does. Anyways, Andre 3000 is number three. Uh, number four, you got Wayne, uh, because forever, fucking, always, Wayne will has put out some of the fucking hardest shit. Mona Lisa put him back up there for me, uh, because he's fucking nuts. My Drop last door, one, yeah. my last one is strictly because of one, not strictly because of one song. I love him as a fucking artist, but he has a song called Backwards that everyone in this world should listen to. And if everyone knows what song that is, you know who I'm talking about, and it's fucking Jordan Lucas. Because Jordan Lucas, in terms of rap, is the one of the number fucking one people out right now. And he is starting to get he is starting to get credit for this. His one eight hundred uh uh his one eight hundred fucking album that he came out with was stunning. Stunning. Yeah, and, no, he, and, then, and then he, he had Take second place for sure. And then he had Winter Blues come out, and Winter Blues was fucking fantastic. Winter Blues went too hard. Oh, and I'm just, I'm just like, yeah. So generally, that's my top five. Uh, I, I, I like fucking people who hit hard and fucking throw that shit in there. I love Tech Nine and all the strange music. There's no hate for them at all in my heart. I love Eminem. Uh, fucking GK. I used to be a big GK fan. I love his rap music, but I hate him as a person now because of all the shit. These the. Confirmed or Eminem. See, I like Eminem strictly because of like what he's done for the scene and what his like the history and shit. He has banger ass music too. Like he has fucking like Monster. Monster was the best he's put out in a long time. Yeah, no, Eminem paved the way for white rappers. Let's just be honest. Look, Eminem, he 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 paved the way for white rappers. He made some fantastic music. I'm not saying that he's ever made. A bad song because he's made several bad songs, but he's made some really good music. But once he called himself a rap god, fuck that. Uh, uh, let me correct you there. He wasn't. He didn't call himself that. He was called that by several people in the the rap community. In my opinion, all the the hype about Eminem is what made me not like his music anymore. Yeah, the the backwards on uh, what he did on Flex. Yeah, that yeah, should have yeah, hyped too. Have you have you heard this before, Matt or Ryan? No. Okay, let me do this here. No, but we do have to get to Ryan's uh, breakdown. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, it is Ryan's turn. I, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, we we went on a tangent about that, but oh, but yeah, that, that's okay. my top. That's my top five. Uh, Ryan, what? I believe it's your turn, sir. Okay, okay, so going to music that shaped our lives. So growing up, my parents did not, and, you know, people, you know, friends here that knew my parents in high school, but didn't necessarily know them growing up, could safely assume all this. I wasn't allowed to listen to anything that wasn't fucking, like, classic rock or fucking, like, classic country, like Alan Jackson, fucking, uh fucking like garth brooks you know shit like that 
So up until no, like twelve, it wasn't until like more just just classic rock. Well, right, right. So one memory I remember specifically, I was like really young, and my parents were jamming fucking uh, ACDC uh, Hell's Bells album, but it was the cassette live version, so it had like Angus Young painted in all blue when he was at the live concert and for some reason it just freaked me the fuck out so then i just stuck to country for like up until i had to have been like nine or ten bro and yeah right like alan jackson i'm talking toby keith fucking kitty chesney brad paisley fucking rocking it Right, exactly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, but then when I, okay, so it was probably shit, honestly, until I was about like 11 or 12, uh, when I started getting into like sports and stuff in middle school and high, uh, you know, yeah, end of middle school, um, I had some friends and like the songs and the fucking, the, the weight room that we would go to for like to dress out and stuff, they would be playing, you know, Lincoln Park, fucking Godsmack. And that completely shifted my perspective. Like, I, you know, for my birthday, I started asking for like MP3 players and batteries and shit. And I would go to like airmp3.com and just fucking copy and paste it into my fucking MP3 player. And I could just imagine you going up to your parents. Hey, could I get an MP3 player so I don't have to listen to your shit music anymore? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I did have to kind of finagle that because like I didn't have a cell phone until I was in high school. I didn't have my first PlayStation until I was 13. Like I had a pretty fucking sheltered and strict childhood. But so I started getting into rock and the first album that I. Like fell in love with was fucking Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park, and I can literally remember to this day being 12 years old in our little fucking trailer house we had down in South Texas and just having my MP3 player on and falling asleep on like a Saturday and waking up until like the end of the album and just having the MP3 player in the pocket and the headphones in my like one headphone in the ear and like one uh, dangling out of my shirt because you know back in the day the kids did the whole headphones through the shirt cool thing um and just walking around the house for like months, bro. Hybrid theory is the only thing I fucking listen to, bro. Uh, and I started delving in from that. And then once I got into high school, bro, then I started getting into rap music, Tech Nine, fucking, uh, fucking Hobson, Eminem. You know, people started delving me. So I really just, I really thank m- my growth from like being such an outgoing person is from music because i started you know hanging out and becoming more open with other people from them showing me music and now i'm just this outgoing fucking can talk to anybody type of person so like music has definitely shaped me in the way that it helped me approach people because i was shy as fuck when i was young like i had minimal friends uh shit i guess even in high school i guess i was pretty shy but that compared to when i was like in sixth grade bro nah nah that doesn't even touch it bro you have done so much shit. Dog, you're the most outgoing person I know. So for you saying you were shy, goddamn, what was I? <laughs> yeah, dude, I had, there was, there was some, some, not necessarily dark times, but times where I really had to sit down and reflect uh, when I was too young to fucking do that. Um, so then I started getting into rap and 
you know, then I started delving in from there. And now I've got like bad bitch, what I call my bad bitch anthems. I got fucking Selena Gomez on my playlist. I got fucking Halsey. I got motherfucking Nikki Heaton, bro. Like I got bad bitch anthems, bro. I love my bad bitch anthems, bro. Cause they, they just, they get me pumped, bro. They're like no other. And I understand why, you know, women, you know, getting their hair done, getting ready to go out and they're just fucking blaring this shit. Fucking, one Body thing by Megan the I, is a guilty jam. Guilty jam. Oh, Cardi B, bro. Cardi B. Only one song from Cardi B that I love with a burning passion, and it's got Chance the Rapper in it. It's called Best Life. And if I think it's on her Invasion of Privacy album, but it's a Cardi B song featuring Chance, and it is some of the best fucking shit. And her lyrics in it too. Like her lyrics in there are just fucking awesome. You know, they're they're real. Least match up with Chance the Rapper's style. No, no. you no. should just listen to the song. You should just listen to the song. Um, <laughs> but the uh, I'll try and match his style at least a little bit. Well, see, and even then, Chance the Rapper, he does like the 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 chorus for it, and he has his own verse and stuff. So, I mean, it's technically a Chance the Rapper song beat style. But Cardi B does her own flow with it and stuff. Um, Chance the rapper so, would control that shit, dude. He kind of did. I honestly like just that one song. Like he yeah. definitely has more fucking voice time in the song than Cardi B does. <laughs> of course he does. Um, right. So. Where you know where I'd go from that, and this is just this does tie into the topic about music that changed our lives. Hobson. Number one, my goat of all time, hands down, no questions asked. Anybody else can come up and fucking be fire on the mic, but Hobson is always going to be my number one. He made one song that originally was his Ill Mind 6 song, but then he ended up renaming it Old Friend for the album he put on about a homie of his who fucking overdosed and died on meth. And at that point in time, I was fucking 16, junior in high school, and I myself was partaking in meth and meth byproducts. Um, so, you know, and I'll admit that, no shame. You know, I did it, and here I am away from that now. Um, so, you know, there was just a point in time where I was fucking, you know, I'd come home from a weekend doing a, you know, couple-day binge, and I'd eat, and I'd go to sleep Sunday. And one Monday morning, I was on the bus, and the song came on, and I was sitting there jamming it. And about a minute and a half in, I just had a fucking realization. I put myself in his homie's space where the dude who's on his deathbed in the hospital and stuff, and I pictured, like, all my closest friends being in Hobson's position. Like, how would this – because, like, yeah, I'm enjoying myself, and I'm having fun, but how is this going to affect everybody else around me? if I keep doing this and it gets worse. So I just fucking quit meth cold Turkey That's from good. that one song, that one fucking song saved my life. And, and that, there's plenty of, lot. right, exactly. And, and there's a lot of times in some of Hobson's newer stuff where he's like, or especially in his older stuff, when he was angry, right. When he was going through everything he was going through with records, fucking record labels, fucking him up and his wife fucking him over or his girlfriend, fiance at the time. But that's not a thing anymore. Fucking him over and stuff. You know, there was plenty of times where he was like, you know, I, you know, I'm making this music to put my voice out, not for my fans. You know, if this saved your life, don't tell me and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, that's cool because he's, he's humbling himself in that aspect. You know, he's, 
it's good that he's helping people. Someone like me, you know, obviously he probably didn't do everything like that to everybody, but you know, I just, I, I give him some like silent gratitude, like every so often I'll just like, you know, just be thinking in my thoughts and I'm like, damn dude, I could be a fucking tweaked out fucking crackhead and shit. But Hobson did help me change my life. He did. And that's, that's the bottom point is right. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of was, it, was it number five or number six that that turned you? That's uh, number six, Elmine yeah. six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. again, that song specifically because I was listening to that song, fucking bawling my eyes out, thinking from Hobson, Hobson's perspective about you, dude. Oh. Six, six, seven, six, seven, and eight hit me so fucking hard, dude. The rest oh, of them dude, great. eight. Great, but oh, six, have you heard seven, nine? I haven't heard nine yet. No. Nine is nine is good. Nine like is eight. it's I decent. Like, I like eight because he just lays in the fucking dame. Dude, he <laughs> lays the fucking. He <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. He's so. Dude, dumb. the whole dude. My favorite line about that is uh, now you think you're fucking with the best. Hobson's coming for your neck. Bless, and I'm like, oh shit, bro. And then he just goes the fuck in, bro. Ill mind eight is definitely like one of my top ill minds. Like I gotta give it to. Illmind 5, obviously. Illmind 8. Illmind... Oh, I guess Illmind 6, obviously, because it saved my life. You know, Illmind 5, Illmind 6, Illmind 4, Illmind 9, and then 1 and 2 and 3. Have you heard Free Meal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Free Meal goes, ooh, hard. Uh, I know Austin just... He only started it off, but man, all three of them, Yeah. Yeah. See, we, 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 see I, I wasn't planning on getting into all rap and stuff because I could talk about rap. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's just that's just I just I, I just know. felt like I had to give a shout a shout out to Hobson on that because a lot of people that I talk to uh, about Hobson, they're like, oh, I don't like him. His music's too angry. Uh, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, he's got different shit. You know, he's got different shit now. Really angry. And you obviously I mean, be, his collabs because his collabs were basically never angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like bad motherfucker, him and Swizz in that song. That's that is one of my favorite songs of all times. Bad I mean, motherfucker. Follow his story to understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Jaron Benton. Uh, it was Jaron Swizz and Hop. Uh, oh, it's uh, not bath salts. What is it? PCP? No. What the fuck is it? I I know the beginning of it so well. I'm sitting here saying in my head. Oh that's my fucking god! Oh no, Flatbush Zombies, and yeah, that's bad salts. Yeah. That's yeah, I can't remember what fucking underrated ass band is Flatbush, bro. Flatbush oh Zombies, baby, Gary, love them, love them. I was standing um, in the lobby waiting on them to come out on stage when I got kicked out of the fucking venue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's that. I mean, I just had a. There's the, you know, like I said, I just went with the whole how music shaped me as a person and then how, you know, music saved my life as well. So, yeah, music really, it holds a very close spot in my heart. But again, like, I don't, I don't know. I just sometimes I get a wild hair in my ass and I'll plug up my Bluetooth and I'll jam when I'm driving the car. But sometimes I just, you know, I just let the radio play and just let it do its thing, you know? Ew. See, see, I, I'm, uh, I mean, Matt, Matt, I mean, uh, Ryan's been in my, my truck. He fucking knows. I'm a, I like to feel, like to feel my music. I, I'm a, I'm a huge fucking oh, yeah. bass head and all that shit. Oh. Uh, um, 
one of the things, uh, another thing I was going to talk about uh, is, like, so music shaped us again. It just goes back to it. Um, old oldies music, fucking, because I feel like people aren't, what we call oldies is shit that we listen to as kids and shit our parents listen to when they're teens. And, but, you know, it's, it's, it's all, you know, it's shit like that. Oh, um, oldies. <laughs> see, cause see, like I'm like oh, a classic. It's called classic rock now. Fucking, fucking Fleetwood Mac is considered classic rock, my guys. So is Queen. Fleetwood so is Mac, AC/DC. That was, so is that was all classic rock when we were kids. That yeah, was not. Like, no, that was just considered. That was just considered rock at the time. Now it's considered no, classic. I never cool. once. I never once heard ACDC considered classic rock because they were still putting out albums and touring and shit. Dog, do you not remember fucking 1985 by Bowling for Soup? Yeah. When did yeah. my little become classic rock? That's what I'm saying. But like, I don't remember being called that as kids. Like, but I'm saying, uh, kids. I'm saying like eight to nine, like shit like that. That wasn't considered like for me. I'm I'm three years older than all y'all at least. So like, <laughs> like it's you know it's a little bit different, I guess. But even still. I'm 26. Oh, I didn't know. I thought you were. 25. You were Jess's age. Yeah. No, I, I just turned 26 in July. Oh, okay, okay. Well, never mind then. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's just fucking. I don't. I just. I guess I just have a different perspective on it. Anyways, what y'all's take on 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 just in general? What's what's being considered old be older music and what's being kind of blow, pushed out of the way because. A lot of stuff you used to hear on on radios and stuff like that, even though it was really popular at the time, you don't you don't hear any of that shit. Like that was even as the older music that was popular. Uh, Man, you want to talk about classic rock? Listening to fucking radio to, uh, the other day, like you're listening to classic rock. Where we only play all the old hits, and I swear to God, all American Rejects came on that shit. That hurt my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Move along comes on all the best oldies. That's what it was. Fucking move along. I was like, this is old. (laughs) And then I I realized Swing Swing. I can understand like Swing Swing being in the the older ones because that's their first album. But the hell the fuck do you put Move Along that came out in 2005, four or something like that? That's considered classic now, dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Here in fucking Jimmy World and like yeah. 2000 Green Day and shit, like 21 Guns Green Day on classic rock stations. Like, what is this? You know, the only thing I have as an argument for that is so where I work at uh, Valvoline, the when we do inspections, yeah, that's, my, my work. Any, that's, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they know they know his name and my face. <laughs> They no, will find me. Um, so, yeah. So what starts to be considered a vintage car is anything that's 25 years or older. So I want you guys to know if you were born at 1996, 1997 to, to now, we're all vintage, guys. We're all fucking vintage right now. <laughs> we're we're vintage. Okay, so the music we were growing up to that's like hitting 20 years old, 15 years old now, is getting considered classic. Okay, 
Yep. And I can feel it in my goddamn bones every fucking day. <laughs> I feel it in my back. I was about to say <sighs> my back. <laughs> or what's left of it. Yeah, right. Oh, Still God. feel like I'm going to be in a wheelchair by the time I'm 40. So, yeah, I, I, I was just, my, my, my question was more of like, how do y'all feel about that? Again, like just what, um, I guess y'all kind of answered it. Like, what just, oh, uh, the music we listen to as kids is not to be considered classical. I mean, it's fucking nuts. Um, yeah. Things, things that things that we were just talking about shaping us aren't even known anymore. No, you know, people know that no one knows Tech Nine. No one knows that strange music. I mean, they know them if they knew them or someone told them about them. But it's not yeah. one of those things you just find naturally. I found and Tech people. Nine, people are surprised that Tech Nine has a song with Tupac. I'm like, bro, they started around the same time. It's just Tupac blew up first. Yeah, he has a song with Wayne. He has a song with fucking so. He has a song with so many fucking people. It's crazy. Like, Tech Nine started in like what ninety four, ninety three. Uh, yeah, but he. Uh, that was man. that was my point. Is like he has he's made songs with like everyone that we listen to. I promise you. If you want to know, if you want to know when Tech Nine started rapping, just listen to I'm a player. I'm a player, 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 I'm a player. 1987, Aaron was first rhyme. 1991. That's right. I forgot to do that in the beginning. It's been a long time since I've listened to fucking I'm a player. Alright? It's a good fucking song. It is. Can I go first on this one? Yeah, no, do you do? Hell yeah. So. For classic music, real classic music, I would say Al Green. Oh, Al Green five? would be my number one. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Dion. Uh, Dion. No, Dion. Lovers oh. who wonder, bro. Okay, I don't think I know that one. Oh, you need to look it up. Uh, got Johnny Burnett. I don't know if y'all know him. This one's uh, good. Dreaming. Yeah. Dreaming. Okay. I'm always dreaming. Oh, oh okay, 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 yeah. That's Johnny Burnett. Um, shit. Oh, this is definitely considered classic now, but, uh. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. No. John Fargerty. CCR. Bro. CCR, go hard. And then, of course, uh, you got uh, fucking drawing a blank right now. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to look through. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Frank Sinatra, thank you. Jesus what the fuck? Christ. You awful. missed two of the gods of that era, but okay. I, I want to I wanna throw some names in a list for you real quick. Uh, I think, uh, uh, see how y'all, how y'all cope with these. Number one, B.B. King. <laughs> Hell yeah. Blues king of the world, baby. I'm from there. Mississippi. He, he grew up like an hour and a half south from me. Yeah. 
<laughs> so fun fun fact about this uh bb king was my idol when i was younger uh he's the reason i learned how to play guitar uh like all it like pretty much my whole entire understanding of like what music is for and what it does is from him uh i was told i was scheduled i had bought tickets to see his last tour when he was coming to blues fest in louisiana in 2015 14 something like that um he canceled that tour because he was really sick. I came home that summer, got a job work for TechDot, and got a text message notification from my mom saying he had passed away. So that was, yeah, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, number two, uh, Miss Etta James. Uh, we're talking classical, classical. We're, I'm, talking, I'm talking about Etta James. Um, Nat King Cole, definitely. Yeah, Fantastic. Number three, uh, number four is, of course, Mr. Sinatra because, you know, pinched from heaven, fucking, yeah. You can't, just, you can't uh, beat the king, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the last one, which I don't know if anybody knows, anybody knows this, is Fats Domino. Ooh. Fats Never Domino is hard, dude. I am a huge uh, blues fan, obviously, but fucking Fats, uh, the, those people, my dad was really into them as a kid and they got me into them. Uh, I, I discovered BB King. I was like, a little more swingy than he is blues. Yeah, no, he's just he's just a, yeah, but he's he's old, very classical fucking music. Now people people nowadays will never know what swing or blues uh, or yeah. any of that even is. It's, it's they'll never it's, know. It's, yeah, they don't. They, I mean, and the people no who one do makes it because it's because they were taught. Yeah, no one makes. I mean, although hey, fucking uh, those people who made Tom remade Tom's Diner, that was that shit. That shit hit hard. That shit was nice. Yeah, there's gonna be remakes, but who's who's writing new? <laughs> I want to hear some new blues. Thank you for that. Thank hey, you for that. Yeah, I'm finally uh, gonna be stuck <laughs> in my head now. <laughs> Um, what that about was you, Who did the cover of that? Um, classic, 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 uh, classic rock, and whatever. you want to do, whatever you want to do. Real classic. Okay, do I was classic. like, yeah, don't, don't put me in classic rock. There's too many. Um, mine's gonna be a mix. I, sorry. <laughs> so I mean, I yeah, I mean, I can really just do a top four that I can, like, legitimately say that I, like, love listening to. Um, I gotta, gotta give it to my man Elvis. Gotta mm -hmm. give it to Elvis. By the I way, fucks check out, with check Elvis. Out the movie on HBO. It's oh, dude, I have, bro. Oh, my God. That movie is so fucking good. They did well, such I'm, I'm a just, good job. I'm just giving them a free plug for when we release this. <laughs> it's, it's a great movie. Hell, yeah. Oh. Tom Hanks is phenomenal in that movie, by the way. Yes. I've heard about um, things. So we got Elvis. I gotta give I gotta give it to Dean Martin for number two. He's he's the one that sings I don't wanna set the world on fire, right? That's Dean Martin. Yeah. Yeah, Dean Martin. Um, I gotta give it to fucking I gotta give it to my girl Patsy Klein. I fucks with some Patsy. I do, my granny. I didn't go, I, I didn't go country. I just went straight classic. Oh, I mean, I'm so going like, uh, like Patsy Cline, Patsy Cline, Conway Twitty kind of era. Ooh, I fucks with that. I fucks with that. Uh, and then number four, number 
I mean, and it's personal, and y'all might hate me for it, but number four, I'm going to give it to Frank, Frank Sinatra. But I, I like Dean Martin over Frank. That's just a personal preference. I gave four to Frank. I, I, can't, I can't hit on that. Uh, Ian, hit your top five. Okay. So I don't, I don't know how to order them at all because they're all just like so there. <laughs> <laughs> so we got, we got Buddy Holly first oh, off. Fuck I mean, me. Come on, number dude. five, Buddy Holly. Day, it's a getting close. Come on, fucking. Yeah, crap. number five, Buddy Holly for sure. The five stair steps. I like that one. I fucking like that one. Okay. Yeah. The five yeah, steps. Yeah, dude. No one. Oh, okay, I like that one. Buddy Holly, the five stair steps. Fucking Dolly Parton. I know she's not really classic, classic, but I mean, come Dolly on. Dolly Parton's classic as fuck. She's as classic as Cher. You shut your mouth. That's... My wife, my <laughs> wife would slap you for saying that. My wife is such a Dolly fan, dude. Oh my y'all god. people from when I say that, I mean like y'all naming people from like the forties and fifties. You know how old Dolly Parton is? <laughs> no, I'm, I know how old Dolly Parton is. I was just meaning more of. From the songs I remember of her, it was more of like the the late sixties, early seventies. Uh, oh my god, what is his name? Oh my god! No, go away. That's not what I did. From a group, country. What is it? Little Richard. I'm so stupid. Little Richard. And then it would have to be Sinatra. Okay. I was James Brown. Oh, dude. Oh, was... I was about to say James Brown. I missed a Marvin Gaye in there. Oh. Well, see, I went like classic. I didn't go fucking r and B. I don't go r and B. I can go all yeah. day with this shit, guys. Uh, nah, I'm <laughs> not a big r and B fan. We can do not genres, a... boys. I got you. I'm a music fan. <laughs> By the way, real quick, I just wanted to, the reason I wanted to do this is because I wanted to talk to y'all about the band Death. Uh, I know some some people know who that is. Um, there is a group of black men uh, that, that three three black dudes that got together in the 1970s and created a pop punk album, the first pop punk album to ever exist, and that is ever known to be have uh, the oldest ever to known to be existing. Um, they went to try to sell it. No one would buy it. Um, yes, in 2000 in 2003, a game developing company found this album. Uh, you might know them because they make, you know, the game Skate or whatnot. Um, but they put this song into Skate 3 when it came out. Uh, one of their songs, one of the songs by Death. Uh, and it blew up, went fucking nuts. Um, so I would like everyone to please go pay your respects to all pop punk fans and all just punk fans in general. Uh, look up the band Death buy their album uh they have started printing new copies we have an original that me and my wife bought uh that is actually uh one of like fifty thousand originals it's fucking awesome we have it uh, we've already played it several times it's a fantastic album if you like that kind of music um give them a listen uh and pay your respects to the people who started all this shit well, yeah we weren't doing the history so, of music so i didn't want to bring death up when i was said i was fucking 
<laughs> so what you're, what you're saying, what you're saying is that I should just go buy Skate Three, wait for that song to come on, and then screen record. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Send that to my phone to have that song. Right? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, totally. That's, that's okay. exactly what you should do. Or not, you can the guys on my shoot. Yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck that. Just, just making sure. <laughs> But yeah, so that, that was my last part that I wanted to talk about. Was everyone needs to go check them out. Uh, also, uh, R.I.P. Chester, uh, R.I.P. David Bowie, R.I.P. All the greats we've lost over the years in music. Um, yeah, we miss y'all. Uh, not the same. I, uh, How did none of us put the Beatles in our top fives? Because the Beatles stole music and they're fucking kind of shitty people, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. They're they're not down. They're they're they're, 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 the, they're, just... they're the Elvis. They're the Elvis of Britain or England. Yeah, they, come from. they had <laughs> Hey There Delilah, and that was about it. It's not Hey There Delilah. That's the fucking plain white tees. But okay, <laughs> that was the point. Right? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that was good. We appreciate y'all listening in, and uh, we're gonna sign off now. This has uh, been another delightfully dandy dudes podcast, and we hope you enjoyed. Bye, everybody. Hey. Beautiful time. Bye. Have a wonderful time. <laughs>